Hey guys, welcome to the Blended in Business podcast. My name is Tessa Clemencia. I am a wife, a mom of three, a stepmom of one, and a dog mom of Penelope the Poodle. And yes, that is her real name. Join me along with this adventure of blending a family, blending businesses, and just trying to do it all without killing each other. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to our first podcast. I'm super excited about this. Our first topic is actually, should I start my business? This is something that people kind of struggle with because they're back and forth about what they would like to do and does it make sense and things like that. So if you're on the fence about starting your business, this podcast is definitely for you. So my husband is actually here with me for this one as well. And his name is Lou. If you don't know, um, he's here. Hey, so, everyone. Hi. And do you want to share a little bit about your background as far as like business wise or, you know, or do you want to save that for another time? Uh, I mean, you know, uh, my name is Louis, Louis Clemencia. Um, uh, we have together, we actually have a cleaning business. Before that, I've, um, may, um, you know, I've had a few things which failed. So I, I do believe that that's what actually helped me to have a successful cleaning company. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's what I have right now. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into this for people who are interested in if they should start their business and things of that matter. So what I want to break down and we'll both be kind of like chiming in about what our best tips and what we've learned just within business. Of course, like he said, we're coming up on five years, I think, of being in the cleaning business. We've had that business for five years and we've had, love Ava basically for about a year. Um, so the tip number one that I think that is most successful if you're on the fence about starting your business or basically to basically start your business, not even on the fence, you want to start your business and you're not sure how to go about that. Tip number one for me would be right out of business plan. What are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, when we was first starting off Clemencia Cleaning Crew, I mean, we did do a business plan. We didn't really stick to it too much. Yeah. Um, but I believe that that's, that's what, um, you know, for a new, for a newbie business owner, they should actually, uh, focus on writing a business plan because a lot of people, um, actually need a plan to stick to. So I think that would be good. I agree. And so for people who are just wondering like one what's a business plan how do i write a business plan i have no clue i'll be completely 100 percent honest that you have google you have the internet um what we did actually for a ccc we googled like look for um if you google basically business plan and enter whatever business you're trying to do whether it's a service or a product enter that into google and you'll find so many free templates and just edit it to fit what you want in your business. And of course, you can always go back and revisit it, revise, things like that. Um, You don't have to go in completely blindsided, but go in with somewhat of a plan of what you want to do, because otherwise you're just going to be kind of like winging it. And that can be good to an extent for your creative side, but your business side, you really don't want to go that route. I think the um, website is actually bplan.com. So, you know, but, but the best thing would be to actually Google you know, how to start a business. 
how to start a boutique business plan or how to do a cleaning business plan or yes. how to do uh, whatever it is that you're trying yeah. to do. Like Tessa said, I yeah. think that would be perfect. Yeah, Google is literally your best friend. So tip number one, write out your business plan. Tip number two, after you've gotten that down pat, is marketing. That means like, well, before I guess marketing per se, it's like coming up with your logo, which I feel like kind of goes hand in hand, don't you think? Yes, like it does. Actually. Your logo, what your the name of your business will be called, um, what your tagline will be, what who your customer, what your customer looks like, all that kind of balls into marketing. And in the beginning, it may be a little tough because you're a new, you're a new business, so you don't know. Um, so as you're developing a business or you're working your business plan, you'll be able to actually go back into your business plan and really define your business plan um, based on what um, activity or what results you're actually getting. Yes, I agree. And um, as far as like your website and things like that, to kind of that goes into it as well, like to go ahead and go again, you can Google these things, but I think Wix um, and WordPress, there's probably a couple others who actually do free websites at first. If that's something you need based off of your budget, if you need a free website to start off with, WordPress, Wix, uh, those are just the two that I can think of off the top of my head that actually give you a free site and you can customize that. Basically have a place to send your customers, depending on what type of business that you're trying to do. And I say that because I love social media. Social media is great, and I'll get to that in a second. But I don't want people to solely depend on social media or groups or Facebook pages or Instagram pages to basically run their business. Because if Facebook and Instagram, which are businesses, decide to, hey, next week we're going to charge you guys this X amount of dollars, or we're just going to just not be existent anymore you guys will be SOL if you're con- you're only like based off of social media. So I think it's smart for businesses to basically have their own site with their own email list and build that list so that way they have that direct control and communication with their customer base. I actually I do agree with that. As a matter of fact, uh, to piggyback off of what Tessa says, also a website really legitimizes your business. Um, I think it's very far-fetched that social media would disappear. Now, some things will change that will make it a little bit more difficult for marketing. Um, like, for example, a lot of it has, has actually changed already where you can't directly market to specific people and be as detailed when you're actually running ad um, campaigns. So what Tessa is saying is absolutely important, especially building your customer base, your email um, base, um, and your client base, because when those things change, you're those able to actually... Those algorithms, right? Yes, algorithms. Mm-hmm. Um, and also of privacy. A lot of people are concerned with privacy, so they're yeah. moving like a lot of things around. Um, so it would be important if you actually legitimize your business with your website and um, you actually build your client list. Yeah, and also, so after that... It is also important, like I said, I will get to it, to create that Facebook page, that Instagram page, and actually make it look really nice. I mean, this it's pretty simple to do for the most part. Facebook, Instagram walks you through it. As far as your Instagram goes, it's about pretty pictures, just to be straightforward. So you're going to grab the most attention with these, you know, really great pictures and these hashtags and things of that nature. So really learning how social media works and who you're really targeting is very helpful as well. And just, I mean, reach out and ask your friends, your family to 
hey, can you like my page? Can you share with your friends? And this will be a whole probably another podcast. But to be honest, your friends and your family are going to be your toughest critics and your toughest customers all around. So don't go in with the expectation of them saying, oh, absolutely, I'm going to like support you 100% because sometimes those are your hardest critics. But that's a whole nother podcast. But to get back to what I was saying, basically, really make sure that Facebook page and Instagram page looks nice. You can also, what will help grow your pages is to do a giveaway. And that giveaway can be the service or percentage off if you're service-based. It can be a product if you're product-based. Or if you haven't gotten to that point in the business yet, you can just do a gift card. The smallest amount or a bigger amount, it doesn't really matter. Um, just basically something. Like people love giveaways. So really show up for that and say, hey, if you like our page, you invite X amount of people and comment done, you're entered this many times or whatever it may be. Whatever works for your business per se that helps grow your social media pages so you're you know, basically out there in the world to see is basically the best way to go about that. What do you Most say? Most important of all, I do believe that you need to focus a lot on branding. Focus more on branding yourself or your business than actually sales because um, in the end, I mean, short term, term, short term, sales will be good. Um, but, you know, uh, for the longevity, like for the longevity the, yeah, of your business, um, branding will actually be what you want to focus on the most. And what is branding? What do you think? What does branding specifically look like for those that are unaware of what branding looks like? A brand, if you're actually branding your business, it's actually making your business name well known. Um, like for example, Nike, that's a brand. Amazon, it's a brand. Um, you just got to take your time and actually see. You got to think about what do I want my business to be? How do I want people to remember it? How do I want people to recall it, to know it's my business? Um, and that and that it, right there in itself is how you need to think about for the future of your business. So you want to actually brand it in that way. So the the way to separate it, like for you, you would probably go on Instagram or most people go and be like, hey, you know, go and support me and buy this or buy that. Um, you know, you want to take a different approach and give people value um, and show them a product and maybe do um, some type of quote or something that would actually give them brand. I mean, give them value or help somebody else out. And that will actually uh, let people remember you more. I agree. Um, so I really love about branding is that, like, for example, Nike and things like that or Amazon, like they, they have a certain look that you can look at a shirt or you can look at a certain color scheme and know, oh, that belongs to that brand or that belongs to this brand. And, of course, this depends on what type of business you're in. And, well, you know what? I take that back because branding is across the board, no matter what type of business you're in. You do. And so you want people to know, like you will see, for example, Ray Dunn, which is actually, um, I'm trying to explain like what exactly that is for people that don't know. It's a Southern, I feel like, <laughs> I don't even know who where they're based from, but it's like a Southern type of, uh, they have dishware and things like that. And actually my planner is from Ray Dunn. They're a company and they have certain fonts. So when you see that font, you already know like, oh, that's Ray Dunn. Like you see it and you know, that's what it is. So I'm trying to think. Oh, I think that that was basically it. Oh, and also, sorry guys, posting consistently on your social media 
is definitely important. And I see a lot of businesses that they reach out to me or to Lou and things like that. And they talk about like, oh, I love how your page looks or I need help with this and things like that. And then you go look at their pages and it's just they post once a week and things like that. But honestly, social media is really it's just another job. That's why people have the jobs of being what is it called? A social media marketer. Correct. And so those people's jobs are to basically consistently post on your site, on your social media uh, outlets to post consistently on your stories, things like that. So I think it's what is like twice a day, right? At least. I mean, that's the minimum. That's like the, that's minimum. the minimum. And I mean, I see a lot of businesses that, I mean, I'll be, I'll hear about them and I'm like, oh, well, let me go check out their pages. And they're just hardly, they're just not there. It's like kind of non-existent. And I see that mostly a lot in like the old school type of uh, businesses and things like that. But we're in 2019 and social media, it does have a huge impact, but Again, not to take away from having your own site and your email list, but it is also equally important to sustain these social media accounts and make sure you are posting consistently on these sites because you want when people, for example, we own a boutique. I want people when they're thinking about clothes or to buy something that they constantly see Love Ava stuff come up. I want them for our cleaning company. I notice I get the most messages for, you know, cleaning stuff or like people saying, hey, can I get a quote about this, that, and the other? I get it the most when I like what reshare something or post something or things of that matter. So if you do that consistently, just, I mean, that just basically shows what it will do for your business. And this is just me resharing from the business to my personal page that I get this kind of feedback of like, oh, you know what? I I saw that post and let me, that reminds me, I need to get my house clean. Let me message her and see what that looks like, what that amount looks like. So let's get back on track. Tip number three is base. It's very simple. Get to work. And it's actually, honestly, the hardest part of all the tips that I'm, we're giving you tonight, but get to work is tip number three. And that just basically means it's time to just start. So that means there's no more writing down. There's no more planning is actually doing, which again, is the hardest part. And to kind of just talk more about that, it's okay to start small because people have this kind of criteria that, oh, well, social media is looking at me or this person is doing that. This person doing this. Don't worry about what the people or the world is doing. Focus on what you want and what you want to do. And it is okay to start small. What Amazon started small, freaking Disney started in a garage of some sort. It was small. I'm just trying to think like all the garage starters. What else? Yeah, it was in their imagination. So, yeah, I mean, like Microsoft know. and some other things. Like all started super small just to give you some bigger... Actually, you know, I do things. have a... I, I, you know, what, what I always tell people, a lot of people that don't, um, you know, start their business or start doing what they actually want to do is because they're actually waiting on the big hit when I always tell people that if you start not on such like wait like you waiting on something grand or different or huge, if you start small, it's so it's it would be so much better for you because as a newbie entrepreneur, you will make a few mistakes, and those mistakes, the bigger you are, the more the more uh, the more costly it'll be for you, and even it'll probably take you out. Because even I have made a lot of mistakes, you know, coming up with CCC, walking it as a couple, relationship-wise, 
business-wise, tax-wise, customer-wise. So you want to make these mistakes when you're small. So as you continue to leverage and build more businesses, the bigger you get, the less mistakes you make because you will be very experienced in running a business. Is running a business is, I mean, starting a business is easy. Running it, that becomes a little bit more challenging and you have to know yeah. what you're doing. So, you know, Tessa had the, um, her last tip, which was to get to work. Overall, I would say to really focus on your mindset. Read a lot of entrepreneur books, mindset books. I would say that you really need to read a lot of books to help you throughout your um throughout uh your career and run in starting your business because you so that you don't waver. Um a lot of it is mostly mindset. So you know, when something happens, you need to be able to know like don't let it like knock you out. You got to be strong in your mind because everything is in your mind. That is so true. And part of, yes, you're right. Part of the get to work is definitely mindset. We um, have a few books that we kind of like and are one of tops of our favorite things that we can also link in our show notes. But I honestly, now that you mentioned that mindset is really like it covers all of it. To be honest, if your mind is not there then it's going to be so hard for you to not only start, but just to like sustain in entrepreneur life. I feel like a lot of business owners that I know personally, they put that first. And I think we were able to kind of step into our entrepreneurship life lifestyle because we were introduced to like basically reading books, listening to audibles, things like that. Because for the most part, not everybody, but for the most part, we are brought up in this society or raised. We weren't raised to really read those type of books. We weren't raised to, you know, do all this self-improvement and things like that. So if something hard came our way, it will definitely affect you completely different if you have not read these books, if you have not listened to these audios, if you haven't listened to these podcasts, things like that. We are so blessed to be able to have so many resources. I mean, we have podcasts, we have audibles, we have books, we have people that we can reach out to just through social media, for example. We have people that we can follow on social media to see what their habits look like. These people who are successful, people who um, we that are on the same, on the level that we strive to be on. Whatever they're doing, what their day looks like, what their habits are. I mean, I would say strive to do something similar because it's clearly working for them. It may or may not work for you, but I will say mindset-wise, definitely invest in your mind. So when things get hard, you will not completely lose yourself. Because I'm going to tell you right now, things will get hard. There's no doubt about it. You will have hard times. And it's okay to be upset about it. It's okay to be mad about it, whatever. But you got to like pick yourself up and keep going. If you don't do this um, positive personal self-development, then there's no way that you can pull yourself out of this hole when those holes come, and they will. But um, Here's maybe three books that could um, get you started off um, right with. It's maybe um, The Magic of Thinking Big. Definitely check that book out. Hung by the tongue because a lot of us actually um, discourage our own selves. And to be honest, a lot of our issues with business or even um, with life is just 
the words that we're using against ourselves, yeah. um, which could get real deep. I don't want to go into the whole spiritual part of that because, I mean, I could go in real deep on it. But just check that book out, Hung by the Tongue. And the last book that I will probably tell you guys is um, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Three books that you guys can maybe check out. Those are good ones. Those are really good ones. Uh, so outside of all the things we mentioned so far as well, I think basically having faith and staying focused definitely helps. We started our cleaning company five years ago and we did not have savings. We didn't go that route of like saying, okay, we're going to like, you know, Lou had this dream. He's like, God told me to start this cleaning company. And I told him, I said, hey, you know, get what I tell you, like do the research, come back to me and we'll get it started. So, and if, if it makes sense or whatever. And so he did research because he's definitely like a researcher type of guy. And he came back to me and we chatted about it. We prayed about it and definitely just basically got to work. We started working on our business plan, what the logo looked like, what, like just all in one night. And we legit kind of like put our faith in God as far as like starting this and stepping out on faith. I quit my job first to really pursue it just because it made sense financially. So again, sometimes... Actually, but you didn't even tell them but that you actually uh, uh, moved from Durham to Greensboro. Oh, so that is true. Quit, yes. Um, and so you was you started to uh, market and run the business. You was going yes. door to door. Oh my gosh. Um, and you guys, I hated that part of business. <laughs> like if you want to pull me out of my comfort zone, I mean, I was like door to door. I would do cold call like, like marketing you, and I'm like, oh, I hate calling people and like talking to them. You remember and, those like, door oh. hangers? Yes, like, we, had, we had door hangers. He's like, go hang these on people's door. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get shot. Like, I don't want to do this, but I'm like, stay faithful. Let's do it. It's okay. So, but yeah, and I, then I quit, of course, quit my job and did that. And Lou was supposed to, what, when were you supposed to quit your job? Well, actually, I wasn't supposed to quit my job. I thought oh, that, that is Tessa true. would actually be walking the business. That was the plan. Because he was working at AT&T. I had a better job, which had like benefits, 401k. So I thought like I would hold us over while Tessa does this, uh, which was really an act- you know, my actual dream. It was put inside me. Um, and so then all of a sudden, one day, I mean, Tessa was just like, you know what? Forget this. And I, I remember it vividly. I was at work, at my desk, taking some calls, and she just sent me maybe like five um, um, screenshots um, and links to people who just started in their garages and just quit. And then they started running it full time. And then I was like, oh, I just got inspired. And I was like, man, this is really cool. And that's when I really learned that you can't be double-minded. You can't like, you know, be trying to do two things full on. Yeah, that's um, true. So, you know, I, I tell Tessa, well, let's make a plan. And, like, she was sending me this stuff in, like, November. I was like, you know what? We're going to quit in, like, February or something like that. Um, Because uh, I was like, you know, that's the beginning of the year. I'm going to have a lot of vacation time. Bonuses come in. Tax come in. I think we should be able to be all right. Uh, but you know what? I couldn't even take it. Like one time, I think it was like in the beginning of January, I was tired of my supervisor. She was like, Lou, you look like you don't want to be here. Why don't you quit? And I was like, you know what? You're right. 
One time Tessa was going to a client. She was she was like, Hey, I got a call. Go shoot out to uh what's that place? It was like be, before Durham. Um right, uh, no Cary? No. No, that's not before Carrie. Durham. Burlington? No, right after Burlington. Oh, Graham. She was going oh, to Graham. Graham. To meet with was it Graham? Graham. Okay. She was going out there to meet with a client, and I was like, yo, when you come true, pick me up. She was like, why? I mean, don't you finish work? I was like, man, I drop it. I quit him right now. So I just went <laughs> to my supervisor desk. I dropped my, my badge down. I was like, look, man, I quit him. I know I tell you guys February, but, you know, I'm out now. So I'm sorry. She was like, Lou, but you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm out, kid. Peace. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, and, that, and that's how it went. So, that's how it went down. I mean, ever since then, I didn't look back, and we was blessed enough. We were See, okay. If you actually do what you're supposed to do, a lot of the times where I believe what actually happens when you're actually running a business or starting a business, um, and this is only if... You you're um led to wanting to start a business. Don't a let social media time. lead you to want to do a so a, to do a business because it looks cool. Like it, and right now <laughs> it's the right era for that. Yes, I mean, the people are like, oh, uh, hashtag cool. entrepreneur life. This looks so cool. I'm like, nah, bro. This is real work. Like you don't clock in and clock out. Lou literally has said multiple times. He goes, "You remember when we live in our tiny apartment and we were just it was just so cool and so nice and so laid back and so much fun." And I was like, "Yeah, cuz we clocked in and we clocked out of jobs then." That's why. <laughs> I mean, granted, I would not trade it for nothing. I honestly, now that, you know, he's around and he's very flexible and I'm flexible as well. It honestly, it's, it's hard if he has to be away for a couple of days. I'm like, what? You're supposed to be here all the time. But I mean, to him, he used to joke about that. I'm like, yeah, because when we clock out of our jobs, we're done. Like, that's it. We don't like check in on things. I mean, unless I guess in your certain position where you climb that corporate ladder of some sort. But I'm like, nope, when we were done, we were done. We were home, we're home. But, and we got our checks every couple of weeks and that was that. But we wanted more. And I'm like, nope, this is not the life we were led to live. Let's see what's next. Legit. Legit. Very true. Yes. And so, I mean, as far as like, it's not going to always be, it's not going to be an instant thing. And so I hate that social media kind of like drives people to think, oh, this person is making a million dollars a month or a year now. And, and you don't see these people's struggles. And so for for that matter, I know social media is the highlight reel. And I, for me personally, and I know Lou does the same thing. We post real deal raw stuff as well. Like, you know, sometimes things aren't all butterflies and rainbows, but we are seeing the bigger picture because this is what we want. And it's not that we're, we want to push entrepreneurship on people. This is for people who want it, not for people who think they want it. What, I wouldn't even say that. It is for people who think they want it. It's for people who think they want it, people who want it, not for people who see social media and say, hey, so can I just make a million dollars overnight? That's not what entrepreneurship is about. Um so it's about really putting in that work and when you see in those returns, like just know that you're seeing the highlight reel for the most part for these, for the majority of the people you see on social media, they aren't posting every single low that they hit because if the higher they are, the more lows they've hit because that's just entrepreneurship at the end of the day. And also I want to add as far as the whole get to work thing, surround yourself 
with the right people. I can't say this enough. If you do not surround yourself around the right people, it can definitely hurt you. It can hurt your business. If you are really striving for more, you're trying to do better in life, you are really trying to be a brand, a business, and get a certain type of people to you know support you and things like that, you just cannot be in the same crowd you may have been in, you know, a couple of years ago where you just, you know, go out clubbing every other night and you're just blowing your money and things like that, which brings me to the point me and Lou were chatting about earlier because people say, well, I don't have the money to start my business. Most people do have the money to start their business. They're just doing stupid shit where they can't afford to start their business. Um, So for example, what were we talking about earlier that you were saying that people do it's wise they can't really start their businesses. They're like just out clubbing and doing whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, just not really taking care of their finances in the right way. I mean, a lot of us just have um, bad habits that we spend um, unnecessary money on. It could be games. It could be too much eating out. It could be too much shopping, too much clubbing, too much drinking. I mean, it's just a lot. Look, I mean, if you're able to do this um, um, comfortably, that's not a problem. This is mostly for people, for people who are really tight and struggling and yeah. then claiming that they don't have the funds or the time to do certain things. Um, I believe everybody do does have that. Um, like some people are like super duper 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 poor, but like for the average guys, that doesn't really go because they're misusing their resources in other different ways yeah. or areas. So Right. So I mean so if you say, Hey, I wanna start this business, but I don't have any money. What could you stop doing to put aside? So granted, of course, for our cleaning company, we didn't, I mean, he had this dream. He researched that and literally overnight, I came up with the whole tagline, the logo, the company name, all those things, the business plan. That was the easy part. Starting it was the easy part. Okay. So think about it. To start a cleaning company, for example, we just need cleaning products and things of that make that nature. We didn't need to start with a couple of thousand dollars and things like that. We didn't need to. We could have we wanted to, but we don't need to. We can start small and get bigger. We started with what? Like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, and then and we then, had to uh get the states, um uh you know, you had to check the name. You have to do you the L L C taxes takes a few dollars, maybe like five to six hundred dollars is what we invested in the beginning and then we just started off with regular um <laughs> dustpan stuff. Yeah. <laughs> regular house. I mean this is why I tell people start small. If you start small, you'll be able to be okay because um you don't have to go in too much in debt. Right. Because um, yeah. you're going to make mistakes and that is perfectly, that's normal. So I would prefer to make the mistake on a smaller level. So I learn going forward as I get bigger to my, to not make it on a bigger scale. I can only imagine like some of the things that we've done in business that have been mistakes. If we would have started off, you know, all way over our heads and made that mistake, we would not be close to where we are right now. So definitely start small, start putting, if money is an issue of starting your business, depending on like what, what I guess lane you're going in, definitely start putting money aside for that business and saying, okay, well, I'm no longer gonna, you know, go out to eat because I actually had a friend the other day and if she's listening to this, I'm sorry I'm putting you on blast, but I will not say your name. Um, but she told me 
that she spent, she went back to her budget, she spent $230 just in one month at Chick-fil-A. Just that's just Chick-fil-A, not other places, not the they eat out, you know, other places too as a family, but this is just solely Chick-fil-A. And I love me some Chick-fil-A, but if you're a person who is eating out and spending that much at Chick-fil-A, granted, she is not that person, but because she has her own business. But if you're trying to start a business and you're spending that much eating out, you could take all of that money and invest it in your startup, in your business, and start small. And as you grow, keep reinvesting, keep reinvesting until you can grow to the point where you're actually profiting from it, where you can actually do bigger things. Don't be afraid. Don't think that, well, my stickers have to be perfect. My whatever it may have to be, you know, this, that, and the other. Like, start, just start. Start small and it's okay. Take away that judgment of feeling like, well, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? The people who have those judgments, the people who have the negative negative things to say, they're not going to support you no matter who you are and what you're doing. They, they'll, they'll be the people who show up when you've made it big. They'll show up when you've done all the things that you've done, you worked your butt off and then they'll say, oh, I know her or I know him. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. So those people that have those reservations, let them have it. Do you start, start small, make those small mistakes, learn from it and grow. Absolutely. So should you start a business if that's what you're really led to do? Absolutely. Yes. you yes. you You should do that. Um, and start to prepare for it. Absolutely. So thank you guys for joining us for our first podcast. I'm super excited. Um, I was telling Lou that this has been on my heart for quite a while and I can't keep telling people, oh, well just start, just do it. And I'm not doing it myself. So this whole blending and business thing has been definitely something that I've been wanting to do. And I'm super excited to kind of just get the ball rolling with it because there's not a lot of resources. I feel like as I've searched out there for those that are really given like the raw details of this business life, especially for us that we are in business together and we're a blended family as well. And that's just a lot to add to one plate. So joining us on this podcast, we will talk a lot about business, about us working together, what that looks like, what our family life kind of looks like, because again, we're blended. And if you're blended or you know of blended families, you know that that's rough and it's hard. And if you know, of, of course, the starting businesses, being in business, having your own business and working together, that is also hard. Uh, but if it's hard, I guess I feel like it's worth having for the most part. So absolutely. I agree with that fully. Yes. So thank you guys so much. I'm super excited about this. So stay tuned. We will be posting um, new episodes every single week. So be on the lookout for that and on the lookout for all the things to come. By the way, guys, uh, listen, go ahead and check out loveavaboutique.com. Um, see all the clothing that we have. Very nice things. Um, Tessa, Tessa really runs it and believes strongly in women being powerful and comfortable in how they dress. Cute so, and comfy, y'all. Cute, cute and, and comfy. comfy is where it's at. My style. Love Ava Boutique. Thank you so much for listening to us. We really appreciate that. We're so grateful. This has been something we've been wanting to do for a long time, like Tessa said. So, uh, we just decided let's make the time for this because we feel like we could help so much people. 
And if I, if anybody knows me and they watch my Instagram, I'm all about helping people. Because honestly, I am a product of someone taking the time out to help me. And that I believe that is the difference between me and so many startups that come around when I came when I you know that around the same time that I started and I just surpassed them was only because I was trained on mindset for so long. But thank you so much and we really appreciate that. Have a good, good, good time. Awesome. Bye guys.